Hi everyone, this is Michael Sanders. This is my Go See show. Hi. <laughs> in which I interview models who come and see me ostensibly for work um, to show me their book. And I interview them about their life stories and their career in modeling. Perfect. My lovely Go See for the day is. I'm Anna Haygood. And Anna is with what agency? I, I am with Supreme Management here in New York. That's right. I should mention that every time. I forget. <laughs> but thank you for coming. It's a bit of a grey day. It was mixed weather, wasn't it? Was. Wasn't it it but, was. Um, now it's a bit flat and grey. Yeah. <laughs> no rain. Show me your book and... <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. So tell me where you're from. I'm originally from Las Vegas. Okay. Now... Yeah. You grew up in the sunshine? Yes, the sunshine. I don't know this weather. This is foreign weather. <laughs> is it sunny all the time in Las Vegas? About 300 days. Whoa. Yeah, just full of sunlight. Is it good for tennis playing then? Yes, my mom actually does play tennis. She does? Yeah, yeah, she does. That's not why your parents moved. No. Did they move? Did they move? Tell me the story. They are. Okay, so they're originally from Texas. They're from okay. like a tiny little town in Texas, full of oil. And like, they grew up there, both my parents. And then they both moved um, to Vegas. My dad's mm -hmm. a teacher. My mom's a pharmacist. What does he teach? He teaches math. He's a math teacher. He is. And I'm awful at math. So. You didn't inherit his genes? No, or my mom's in chemistry. They're science people. I know. I'm like, <laughs> not that at all. <laughs> Are you a, a sibling to others? Um, I, they got divorced and then they Oh, both, your parents got divorced. Yes. How, old were, how, mm. how old were you when they got divorced? I was three. That's young. Yeah. Do you remember? Very, no, I don't. I was five. Okay. I remember. You do. And you just take it in your stride. Yeah. Three, you don't remember. You don't mm. remember your parents being together in the same house. No, not at all. You grew up with your mum. I grew up with both, so 50-50. Okay. Yeah. How did they arrange that? What was the, the schedule? The court did. So oh. when I was little, I would go Monday, Tuesday with my mom, Wednesday, Thursday with my dad, and then every other weekend until about age 12. That's what you knew. Mm-hmm. It suited things because you didn't know otherwise. Yeah, I had no idea. And it was good? Yeah, everything's Were fine. Were they very different? Um, yeah. Personalities? Very, oh, very Was it different. different, two different households, it two different is. views on life? Yes, totally. My mom is... Were they un incompatible? They didn't get along very well, <laughs> so that, yeah, they don't, they don't... So it wasn't a case of opposites attracting? No, no. They met they in college, yeah, they met in college and then moved out and I think they just both went their separate ways. Uh -huh. Once they got um, to Vegas, which, I mean, people grow apart, it's sure. totally, totally fine. Absolutely. Um, did I, either of them have remarry? Or? Yes, both of them did. Okay, and have kids? Um, my mom and my stepdad do. He's, okay. I have a little brother who's six. That's cute. Yeah, he's so adorable. So cute. He does karate. Oh, nice. Yep. <laughs> Crazy little kid. He had his first match last weekend and won. Uh -huh. So, he so what that. were you like as a child? Um, I played soccer for 13 years. Um, Wicked. Yeah. And then... And I, again, the weather is conducive to all-round soccer playing? Yeah. Year-round. In the winter, in the summer, and well, no rain or snow. So, just... Mm -hmm. In the, like 30s and 40s. Girls and boys were playing soccer in Las yep. Vegas. Yep. Um, did you feel that it was a second, a second or third or fourth even in America uh, class game? Yeah, everyone played. Every, all, everyone just. Everyone played. So that's what's yeah. so extraordinary to me. 
knowing that a whole generation of children basically spent their whole youth playing soccer, mm -hmm. and then it doesn't get the status nope. of the other... It's crazy. That must be because those other main sports are, have a stranglehold, a power um, stranglehold on the culture, on yeah. those institutions, on something. Especially for boys. Like, women do kind of dominate the soccer in Vegas. Like, mm -hmm. um, it's a huge women's sport. But in men's, it's either football or baseball. Those kind of sports. So what position did you play? I played defense. So I was like the last straw before you got to the right. goalie. And did then, you enjoy that? Oh, I did. You were assigned that role? Yes, my dad was actually my coach. Oh, wicked. Yep, That's so, so good. So he, he taught and coached the... Mm -hmm. the that's yep. so classic American, isn't right? it? Right? Oh my gosh. So yeah, I um, practiced seven days out of the week with him. Was there added pressure? Oh yeah, there there always is when your parent is your coach. But um, Was he competitive? Very competitive. That's where I get my competitive stride. You, is from you both are my parents. That way too. Yeah. Okay. Both my parents were like that. My mom played tennis in high school and my dad was golf soccer player. So I don't know, I just have this competitive streak in me to yeah. go out and, and win. And win. No matter what. Was it a good team? Did you win? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We won. We, oh, were, you won. we, were, we were really good <laughs> until um, we all decided to go separate ways about seventh grade. So how old are you then? At 12? Yeah. 12, 13. So is that typically what happens? Puberty comes along? Yep. And you all drop off? Yeah. New teams come. Um, people start leaving. They start preparing for high school if they're really serious for it. So, so in your mind, what was going to happen then? Um... I was going to go play in high school, but I tore my hamstring. So you got injured. I got injured. Through so overuse? Um, yeah, because my new team didn't have a defender, so they overused me in the back. And so I tore, tore it right off the it. bone. Yeah, it was oh, really, Jesus. Yeah, really painful, actually. Whoa. So yeah. how long did it take for you to a recover? Year. It took a year. Wow. And were you, were you aware this is it? This is the end? Yeah, pretty much. I Plus, I was starting to get like annoyed with the sport. At that point, because I had been playing for uh, how many years? Bored? Yeah, just bored. And I burnt wanted, out. Yeah, it was more burnt out. Like, I was tired. I wanted to kind of do other sports and see what else was out there. But all I know have ever known was soccer. Hmm. So when I got injured, I was like, okay, I'm just going to let it heal and then see where I am after that. And then mm -hmm. once it healed, I switched over to volleyball. Oh, you did? Mm-hmm. And so I was... So you weren't done with sports at all? No, no. And then my mom's like, well, if you're really serious about modeling, then you need to think about not doing sports so you don't get injured and show up with, like, bruises all over you and... So modeling had already rid its ugly head. It had. <laughs> its beautiful it had. head oh, at that time. Yes. So tell me the story about that. How old were you? How did that happen? Well, I've always been interested in the fashion industry. You have? Yes. My mom has scrapbooks that I've made when I was six years old of dresses and I was drawing dresses and playing, dressing up my Barbie dolls, doing many fashion shows in a house. And wow. Yeah. I've always been interested in it. So I've always kind of known I wanted to be a model. So when I had got over the whole like ugly stage in middle school, like the braces, the oh, yeah. kind of growing into yourself stage, um, I was 14 and got a, my braces off and walked into a modeling agency. Immediately. In Vegas. Yep. Right, of your own, of your own planning and volition. Mm -hmm. So, were there fashion magazines in the household? Yes, Vogue, Elle. Your mum loved that stuff. Oh yeah, she's very interested in it. So she she taught me. She 
Wow, like, what she, designers. Sco- she schooled you yes, in fashion. Yes. What a great mom. Yeah, she's always been really What's supportive her of it. Her name is Amy. Well done, Amy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're she's a great model after she, your child. <laughs> right? She, but she's great. She'll. Would she have wanted to be involved herself? In modeling? Or the fashion business? Um, I don't know. I would have to ask her, but she's mm. five, six, five, seven. So she's, okay. she's short. She's on the shorter side. But, um, yeah, she's always been into like big labels and watching what comes out wow. new collections. Okay. So when I wanted to model, she was so excited just to like be a part of it and everything. That's fantastic. And she's like, this is your dream. Go out and do it. Cause she accomplished her. She has a doctorate in pharmacy. So, right. And kind of no one really believed in her. So she did it by herself. And that wasn't the case with you though. No, she was like, I will support you in anything you want to do. So at what time, what age do you think you were when you knew who Coco Chanel was or? Um, oh gosh. <laughs> it didn't um, go that far. It was probably around eighth grade. So 13, I started to get into things cause that's when I got injured and wasn't, my life wasn't soccer anymore. Mm. So then I started to like look up labels and look up models and girls and just see like how they acted. And so. And what were the influences at that time? What were you looking at? Who was my pinging out at you um, and inspiring that vision of what the the business is? Was it television? Was it America's Top Model? It was America's Top Model and the Victoria's Secret show. So who's the presenter of that again? The, Tyra. So yeah, Tyra. Tyra, <laughs> so was Tyra a, is a, a touchstone and an icon for uh, for generations of kids watching yes, t- fashion yes. on television. And for many people, that is fashion. That is, that's what they, yeah, that's, that is fashion. So you watched those shows religiously? Yes, every year I'd watch a Victoria's Secret fashion show, like just watch how they walked and saw who was walking. And then when American Next Top Model mm-hmm. came on, I would record them and watch them. And Project Runway? I was Did never... that count? That doesn't count? It does, but I wasn't really into that because it wasn't... It was more about the clothes rather than the models. Mm-hmm. So, but now I watch it just to watch amazing designers come to life and see their yeah. vision, but... Did you do any her- historical research about the kinds of films and documentaries about fashion over the years, like the September issue? Have you seen the September I issue? I have not yet. You're going to go home. I'm going to. After this, and you're going to go on Netflix or whatever, the, the sites that you yep. can download these things on, and watch the September issue. It's the most important one, I think. Because I watched Dior and I. Okay. So it's I much s- better than that. Okay. And unzipped with about is Isaac Mizrahi mm-hmm. in the nineties is great as well. Okay. Made I, by his boyfriend, and so it's very intimate. And what's the one with British Vogue that just came out? Is there one with British Vogue? There was one with a British. proper one. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the title. I watched it on a plane. Everything you need to know is in the September issue. Okay, perfect. No, no, no. <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at your quick look at your book. So you knocked on the door of who at? 14, did you say? Um, was it, it was 14? A, yeah, it was a small agency in Vegas called Envy, but they have seen, they have, um, they're not an agency anymore. But they, my... my Why then? Was that just the first one in the um, Google search? Or the phone for book? Vegas especially. Oh, my, look how dark we are. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to just, it looks like it's going to rain, so I'm going to uh, increase the exposure a bit. Wow, we really are dark. <laughs> That's okay. I might have to put the light on if it gets any darker. It might rain. Oh, great. That's 
murky. It's atmospheric. It is. So yes, go ahead. Um, Talking of which, black and white, black and white, and black and yeah, white. Yeah, I'm all, I'm great in black and white. <laughs> moody. I okay, am. I'm a going. moody model. You are a moody model. I am a moody and model. And therefore quite a model, uh, a modern model. Yeah. I Because I, it seems to be that that's the mood of the time. It is, which I'm okay with because when I... I always tell my mom this. She's like, so when I'm walking down the runway, she's like, did you have an amazing time? I'm like, I have an out-of-body experience. Like, I walked down the runway and I'm not me. It's so, like I'm a totally different person. And that's not just that you think that you're performing a character. No, it's like I go into this like kind of moody, wow. different alternate personality when I'm walking and that's shooting. Wild. So it's weird. Because I'm not mean. I'm not a mean that's person. Not... But when, oh, I shoot, I see. when I shoot and <laughs> your walk, intense, your intensity. I, am, I become it's a kind very of intense. intense. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's weird, but I love it. It's working. <laughs> it, Don't, it, let's it, not it, mess with it. I'm not going to mess with it. I love it. it. I, I love work, it. I, li I work with it. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so then... What was the next step? You went to the... It was a, a local... It was a local. They um, had one in... A, well, it wasn't... They, did they become your mother agent? They did. They were my mother agent at 14. So um, I went... I actually had to lose some weight for them. And... Is that always what happens? When you walk in to because, lose weight? Yeah. Because girls just aren't that skinny. Um, yeah. Naturally. Naturally. I mean, I was more athletic. I was an athletic build. Exactly. You had muscles. I do. I had muscles. So I had to kind of lose my muscle a little is that, bit. That's harder to do, isn't it? Very. Isn't it? It's very hard to do, especially in my legs, because soccer, it was and a defense. I interviewed a volleyball player not so very long ago, and it was the same thing. It's hard. It's hard to so do. So leg muscle. Yeah, I constantly am battling with it. Okay. So. Uh, so how, long, how did it go? Was it everything you expected it to be? Um, how long did it take for you to lose the weight um it took me about three to four weeks um, only yeah because i didn't have to lose a lot i mean i was 14 running on the treadmill would oh, I mean, okay. take off five pounds but right. oh i like this yeah that was that was really beautiful now are you a are you um a connoisseur of fashion imagery now then in other words because you've been exposed so many years to this do you think you bring a, a different, more refined, knowledgeable eye to what it makes a good fashion picture? I think so. Because you've seen so many thousands. Because I have, and um, I'm glad I started when I was 14 so I could be exposed to the camera, to know myself, to know the camera, and how to like kind of like interact with it, mm -hmm. like to know that it's okay to move. Because some new models like just stand there and they don't move. Whereas it's better to move a lot, kind of, than not move at all. And is that I, your thing? That's my thing. Like, I like to, like, move and get the different photos because you want options. You don't and want you to... do it? I do it, yeah. I don't... Okay, you're not prompted to do it. Mm -mm. You I... will go into your routine. I will. I will go into my routine when I'm shooting and kind of just... I rather have movement than no movement, just personally. That's great. So I, that, took, that, that took some time, though, to learn to be comfortable in front of a camera because it is, at first, awkward. You Are know? you an extrovert? I am an extrovert all the way. I, there's no. Introvert. So that suited you. Yeah, that did. When you're an introvert, I guess it's kind of hard to like be yourself in front of the camera because you're yeah. you're shy. Self-conscious. Yeah, you are. You were never you were never shy. No, no, I'm not a shy person. <laughs> okay, I get that from my mom. We're very out there. And I suppose sports. Are there lots of shy sports people who actually can shine during that game? 
Yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, I think so. Especially soccer, because you do have the person who scores all the goals, and you have the people, the goalie who's defending all the goals, and then mm -hmm. you have kind of like the rest of the team. But if you can shine in those other, the non-shining mm -hmm. positions, then then you've got a career. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, okay, so how quick did you did you know that you could do this? Um, or did you know it before you did it? No, I, it took some time to get into it. So I actually signed, so Envy was L, like Las Vegas based and then they had a tiny little agency in LA, like two agents, I think. And so I went out there and I kind of did a little work, but I've always kind of wanted to stay in school and do school and not do online school just cause I wanted the experience and know mm -hmm. that that was like kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity to go to school. Yes. And you, cause you can't go back to high school. You can't go back to those years. And so I wanted to go to the football games and kind of be a part of the high school tradition in America. And so mm -hmm. I stayed in school and till I was 18 and then I graduated and then I came out here. So then I was doing kind of small work in Vegas. I w and then I signed with my mother agent now who is Vision LA when I was 15. Okay. Yeah. So they, kind of taught me that was the second biggest that was the second thing. big. that was the, the big step there yeah. and then I would travel back and forth between LA and Las Vegas for like big castings or like during the summers I would go there and um do test shoots and did you love yeah. it immediately um yeah I've always loved it I mean I've never hated modeling if you to me this isn't a job it's, yes it's fun it's play. fun it's fun play. it's play it's it's great I really... I, and you knew you weren't going to be working for a living. No, I've never... <laughs> I, I mean, oh, you didn't know that. You thought you might be working for a living at some point. Um, yeah, I guess, because I was in college until about three weeks ago, and then I dropped out. What did you do? I was studying psychology. Is that a congratulations in order or a commiserations? My family... You don't know yet. I don't know yet, because I've How always... do you feel about it? Eyes, like, relief? Oh, so much relief. <laughs> a weight was lifted off my shoulders. I mean, I was taking stats and biology and doing fashion week. So it was too much. It was way too much. You can't much. do both. I can't. You, no, it's very hard. It's very, and I didn't have a tutor, so. So what made you think that you wanted to keep pursuing academia, even though the modeling was building? Because my parents. It was parental pressure. Yeah. Because my parents, they, my dad has a master's in math, my mom has a doctor in pharmacy, my stepdad went yep. to college, my sister, my brother, my, yes. all my siblings. So you didn't want to be the black sheep? No, and then I realized that I am the black sheep because... And, and so be it. Yeah, and I just kind of Let me put a light on. Okay. <laughs> We're a little dark. Before we go completely black. So stay there. I love the light. <laughs> all the behind the scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't cut it out either. I like, you know, it's, as it's happening, as it's happening. Mm -hmm. Verite. So, um, okay. So to get from Los Angeles, did you move there? No, I. You um, never did. No, I never. I never did. Where did you go to college? Until three weeks ago. <laughs> I was going to online school through. Oh, you yeah, did the online school, I even did. though you didn't want to do the online school. I the did. pressure, the parental pressure, was such that you you just did. did what you had to do. Yeah, and then. I was like, this is too much for me. I'm not, I'm wasting money on an education when I'm not even like taking it all in. Is it money to do the online? Yeah. It's pretty much the same to go to is a regular it? college. It's, it's, it's outrageously expensive. 
think about the relief. Do you have? Are you in for a certain amount of thousands of dollars already? Um, or luckily, have you cut your losses? My mom had a college account for me, so there was money there put aside there was for me to go to college. And is there more money le there yes. now left? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's money still in there for me to go back to college. Which you won't. I don't know. I actually, <laughs> I Come say, on. I say I'm going to go back, but I don't know. I really so don't. So what was it about psychology that appealed? I love... Human brains? Pretty much. Like <laughs> how they deal why? with things and, and why, why why things what happen. What makes them tick? I actually wanted to study serial killers. I don't know why. You have a morbid fascination. <laughs> I guess I do. I just can't deal with blood. That See, that's like the thing. So you don't have to be the sort of CSI forensic scientist. No. You can be the person in the back. You're going to have to look at I'm pictures gonna of blood. I'm going to have to look at pictures There's of There's going to be blood involved at some point. Of them. So you're actually friend. serious that you, that, was, that you felt strongly enough about that to actually contemplate perhaps making a living at that kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I was actually like, okay, hey, psychology is like a stable. It, I could go to school and then have like a stable job. But I'm like, well, modeling is like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity when I can go back to college. I can always go back to college. I yes. can always be a psychologist. Yes. I can always do that, sure. but I can't always model. No. So I'm setting this time aside for me to do my dream, to go out yes. and kind of do what I've always wanted to do. Absolutely. Uh, is there a time limit that you've given yourself or not? Or are you just completely... Probably until I'm like 24, 25. And if I'm not where I want to be by then... Where do you want to be? Tell me what it is. Making like. a good amount of money to not be starving, pretty much. So is it only enough for you to be able to take care of the necessities of life? Or do you want... Or do you have bigger goals and ambitions I have bigger that? goals and like... I've. My dream, of course. Tell me the dream because it's a long course, time coming. Of course, I've always wanted to be a Victoria's Secret model. That's it. That is like, I feel like that's every girl's dream is to be there and walk down that runway and then be on the cover of Vogue, Elle, all the big magazines. Yes. So I guess that's my main goal is to like mm -hmm. hit all the major like marks in modeling. Uh, does runway, fashion shoots? I mean, not fashion shoots. Fashion runways, shows, does that figure? Have you done that already? Um, I've hit two of them. Balenciaga okay. and Hermes. So like, hey. Balenciaga? Yeah, that, that it's was. That's not, not a trifling one. No, it's, I was. <laughs> was that recently? Uh, yeah. Or was that under? It was last it was... season and this season. So it was for Demna? Yep. And so it was a different Balenciaga too. Yes, it is a different Balenciaga, but I never got to experience obviously. So you have the old nothing ones, to compare so it to. No, I have nothing exactly, to compare it exactly. To. What, so, how was that for you? Amazing. Oh, tell me words how that happened. Uh, give me the the sort of so last the anatomy of how that happened. Yeah. So last season um, was my first season back in February. So um, I went to all the castings here, all the pre-castings, everything, and then nothing kind of really hit here in New York. You were you were here? I was here. Okay, let's just rewind for a okay. little bit. How did you get from Mother Las Agency in <laughs> Las, Vegas Las Vegas to New York? To New York. And okay, so I was 15, I signed with Vision LA, they grew me, groomed me, 
all that stuff. And then they're like, nothing's really hitting. You're kind of more like an androg androgynous kind of look. You're cool. You're yeah. too cool for I'm too him. cool for LA. Yeah. I was too hip. So yeah. And I, before your time, maybe. Yeah. So cause Slightly I had, before your time. I was, yeah. 15, yeah, I was really kind of young. So then I like stuck with school. And then I graduated when I was 18. And I was like, okay. I told my mother, I was like, I'm going to New York. Like, I'm going. I'm going to New York. So I met with agencies here. And Supreme was like, you're amazing, but we're going to sign you, all this stuff. So I was like, oh my gosh. Because I do like a boutique agency. I've always yes. been signed with boutique agencies. So right. I don't know how to deal with a big agency. Right. So I was so excited. They were boutique and they were all super, super nice. And they're still amazing. They're such an amazing agency. I really do love them. Um, Who was your booker there? Or your um, man agent? Or did, did... It was Katie. All right. But I got... I just got moved up to um, main board. Oh, okay. So I have a new agent now. Oh, fantastic. Yep. So when does that happen? Tell me about that process. That when do you go from being a developmental new to, face to I think owning your own woman's Which I, I don't know. I just graduated, apparently. Yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh. Is it because of the statuses I of think, the jobs that I think, yeah, the shows and everything. And I'm going into my third season now. So I think they're okay. like, you've You're walked ready. Balenciaga, Hermes, you've done... A, amazing stuff you walked for Burberry like they I work with them too so do you yeah so I think they kind of did you do like, campaigns yet um no I've done their e-com okay mm -hmm. you look like a Burberry girl <laughs> yes short hair I, yes so yeah. tell me about this look and your androgyny and how that has made a played a part in the jobs that you do okay and where you feel your your spot is my spot so if so I like went to New York because it makes yeah. sense. So I was that high school girl, long, beautiful hair. I had really, really long, beautiful hair. And I was that high school girl with the cutesy outfits and the Amer Vegas look. Very American. Very American. Very American. And I was still kind of like finding myself. And so I signed with New York and was doing testing. Nothing was really working. And then August I tried to do fashion week and I had this horrible skin reaction on my face to the makeup to um, products salicylic acid is that in the product yes it's in like a toner or face wash is it? so this was right before fashion week back in august like um 2016 august okay and it burned my face so it's acid yeah so i had like a burnt face yeah a burnt pretty much a burnt face and they were like well we can't is that you. red it was red patchy scabs like along my T-bone. Like, yeah, and they're like, well, we, we can't send you to castings. And so um, that was really such a bummer. So then I went to Mexico. To heal? To pretty much <laughs> heal and work and build my book and kind of grow and do myself. And that, that taught me a lot. That's wild. Why Mexico? Was that arbitrary? That, I don't know. I guess it was a market that I could make some money in. And oh, wow. And you're... Your agency knew that? This yes, my mother agency in LA. Oh, okay. This is all pre-Supreme. This was actually when I was signed with Supreme. Oh, okay. So my mother agent was like, I think it's just the best decision to go there to work. Um, I w they were looking into Asia, but they weren't sure about Asia. So they uh, just sent me to Mexico for a couple of weeks. They're like, you're going to be there for two months. You're just going to build your book, get to know clients. Um, just let your face kind of do its heal. own thing, heal. And so I went down there two weeks in. They're like, you're going to London. London wants to sign you, and they want to cut your hair. Right. And I was like... That makes sense. 
oh my gosh, I have to cut my hair. And they... And that was, you were, you were partial to your hair. I... That was who you were. That was who I was. That I've all, but as a kid, I've always had short hair. So like... Oh, you had, did? Yeah. For football? Yeah. I so I always had, like, this was the first time short I had long hair. Okay. And I was like attached to it. Because models have long hair? Yeah. I was... <laughs> all the... All the people I loved were like the beautiful, long-haired, bombshell, amazing people. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to lose myself once I cut it. Yeah. And so I was like on edge, but I was like, okay, I'm going to go do it. I'm just going to do it, do it. And I called my agent and I had the longest discussion because he's known me since I was 15. I was like, are you sure? Like, I'm going to, if there's one person to trust, it's you. Because you've known me. You've watched me grow. You have groomed me mm. and d into who I pretty much am. And he was like... I think this is the best decision for you in your career. He's like, please just trust me. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to trust you. Mm. You're the one person I'm going to trust. It. Yeah. I mean, it does grow back. It does. That's what I Did you think you. six months a year would be too much time to wait? Um, is that a long time in a model's life or perceived time in a model's life? It is because a lot of things can happen. Like, things happen overnight in this yeah, industry. Sure. So you're just like, oh my gosh, six months am is I a gonna lifetime. Miss a, yeah, am I going to miss Am I going to miss something? I'm like, I'm... I'm not getting any younger, so especially <laughs> in this industry, the clock is ticking, <laughs> the clock is ticking before, before I can't do it anymore. Gosh, it's the crazy. The sell by day that's in your mind, it's just an illusion. Right? So then I go and I come home and I go to London and two days in, they cut it all off. So what was it? What was the agency in London? Uh, the squad management. Okay. And so they, how did that happen? Did, did the... Mother agent send your pictures? I did they think have pre, they did. They had a pre-existing relationship with I, the agency? I, I think they did. I think they have a few models that are signed with them. So then they sent my stuff over and they're like, she would look amazing. Where did you stay in London? I stayed in Stoke Newington. Jesus. Yep. South? Um, north. Oh. North. North. Like a, so here's the city of London and it's like a little... Is it? Quarter of... I've never been to Stoke yeah. Newington. Hackney Downs. It's oh, like, Hackney. Uh, it's like northern than Hackney. Okay. It's north of Hackney. Yep. Okay, it's so amazing. you were close to the action. I was, I was close. Part, and part. It, yeah, it was, oh gosh, it was amazing. But mm. the Hoxton and all that? Yep, yep. But the person they um, kind of did their vision after was Stella Tennant. Of course. So they're like, we get Stella Tennant vibes from you. So oh, we're shit, gonna, of course. We're going to cut your hair like her. And I was like, what? Because she has multiple different hairstyles. And they were like, we're going to go for more of like the shorter in the back, longer in the front. Like kind of mm. like boyish, and I was like, okay, yeah. that's way too short for me. Like you, as we, you are now, is that yeah, what you're like shorter. They want to do way shorter, shorter than, than I was now, and I about had a heart attack. I was like, can we do this in stages? Like, can this be like a stage thing? They're like, no, because we have to do re we have to redo your entire book. Were you aware of Stella Tennant's incredibly long and prosperous career? Did you no. have you didn't have any images in your mind of the nineties mm. and David Sims and. Had Any of that? No stuff. idea until I did my research, and then I was like, "She's so inspiring." She just really the Yoji Yamamoto catalogs alone. She I just, is amazing. She is really amazing. I actually met and her at Balenciaga. And continues to be. Was yeah. she at the show? Yeah, she, she was. Did the she, show too. she opened. She opened the show, Fine. and I like saw her, and I was like, "Wow, oh my your gosh. prototype." Yes, I I was like, I'm standing in front of wow. the woman they've modeled you yeah. after. Yeah. I was like, I can't live up to her. Like, there's no <laughs> way anyone can live She's up to her. She's one of the greats. She really is an iconic type. Yes. I was like, this is this is a lot to ask. But you'll take, you'll take it. I will. You'll I, come in the wake of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I will try to live up to her name. So, what was the reaction 
So how did you cope with it? So psychologically, when it first happened? When they first cut it, well, I donated my hair to um, cancer. Did you cry? Yes. I did not cry. <laughs> okay. I did not cry. You're, you're tough. I was tough. I was like, you okay. know what? A child in need needs my hair more than I right. need my hair. Right. I can grow my hair you and had they a can't. Bigger, you yeah, had a bigger. I was like, they can't grow their hair. So I was like, this is... That's amazing. This is why I'm cutting it. It's Great. for... That's that's how I thought of it. Right. I was like, I'm not cutting it for modeling. I'm going to cut it because a child in yeah. need needs my hair. Yeah. So they cut it. It was like, oh my gosh. And I fell in love with my hair right when they cut it. Immediately. Yep. Right immediately. And that person and what, they, what you represented. Yep. I was like... I should have done this way earlier. Like, this is why I do this earlier. So... What do you think it did to you? It changed my identity. It will... Did you just become cooler? I... Yeah, I think so. Immediately. <laughs> I think so. I got... Well, I had, like, a... Like, identity crisis two weeks into it. And I called my mom and I was like... I... I don't, I can't do this. I my hair, like, I need it, like, back and all this stuff. She's like, Anna, like, it's okay. You're just, you're... You don't know yourself yet. You don't know you and your hair. You have to get used to your hair and you have to like grow into yourself. Because the clothes weren't matching my hair. They weren't. They weren't matching it. They, I, I was like that, I was back in puberty years when nothing matched and I like oh. didn't know myself. And so, um, I went to London and then I came back. And How long were you in London? I was there for a month. Okay. So I went from like. Did the, you work? Yes. Oh yeah. I rebuilt my book. I had to. Oh, all you did? the years that I had my long hair I had to redo so it was a is that all of that charted in your Instagram feed yeah you can go back all and the way see it's my long head. hair yep uh was the reaction immediate it was it was positive all the photographers were like oh my gosh this is amazing I started working I did a couple things with French Connection and like their runway stuff and so then I came back, and they wanted to keep me more hidden because the fashion week was coming up for February. So mm. they wanted to keep me hidden They're and under wraps. They're holding back. Yeah, they, they do were, that. Yes, they keep you under wraps. They're like, we're not going to meet you with a lot of clients. We're going to redo your book. You're going to meet with a as thousand. Fresh, yes. As a new entity. Brand new. I had to Starting clean. Starting from yep, scratch. Literally. Clean, like, literally that, had to clean my slate. cleansing? And... It was. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So, so now, you liked this new person. I did. I did. I just didn't know her yet. So how how so after your little existential crisis, uh, how long did it take to then? <laughs> it was that it... was about a week long of like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what is going on? And then, when did you get fully on board? And when it... I went shopping with okay. my agent, she took me shopping. She's like, "We're gonna redo your wardrobe because you're you need to match. You do, you do need to match." And I told her, I was like, "I don't match myself. Like this, what is this girly, long-haired teen to this more boyish, tough?" Mm. I had to go back into my tough years when I played soccer because I was oh, I've always been that boyish kind of tomboyish look, yeah. and so I had to go back to her, and so that was hard. But I. But was it. that muscle memory? It it was it was it was like okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna go back to my like tomboyish years and not be that girly girl who's like shy and innocent like. Was that your thing then? That was. That was the high school. That was like my shy. Okay. I was. Were you shy and innocent in high school? No. You were anything but. You I were. Was everything. You were bold and brazen. Yeah. <laughs> but I dressed as an innocent American oh, you teen. So, so let's talk about your love life. My love life. I have a boyfriend of three years. Uh, what, <laughs> at what point in your in your development? You were the long-haired girly girl yeah. at that point. Yeah. You were a model by then. 
I was doing stuff in Vegas. He knew that you were a model. Yeah, he knew I was a model. Did that get you a boyfriend easier? Or did you have boyfriends before that? I had one boyfriend before that, and he broke my heart into did a, he? He, a thousand pieces. Oh because my that was the first love? That was. That was like that high school sweetheart first love. Oh my gosh, my and life is over. Did you get the boy that you wanted? Yeah, he was a baseball. He was he like was that. Star? Yeah, he was the baseball star and like all this stuff. And then he shattered my heart. And what did he do? He Ooh. broke up with me in Costa Rica over text message. That high school annoying thing. Yeah. Were you completely in love with him? What was For, what you did? Oh uh, yeah, I thought I was like. I, I mean, in high school, you think you're gonna marry this guy. So like, I was what, fifteen. I see. I just had turned 16. Did he go out with another girl? Um, you yeah. didn't have to suffer the, the indignity of being dumped for another. No, because then, no, he, he was just like, then just being that annoying boy that would just like go on thousands of dates with girls and like all that. Because he could. Because he, he could, because he was baseball and he was like. He was the star. He was the star. So I got over it and I actually met my boyfriend through like mutual friends of his. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's kind of crazy. So he knows your boyfriend? Yeah, they played baseball uh, together. Did they? Yeah, really? in That's middle school. Yeah, I know. So. Congratulations. Oh, of so, what was the first one like in, in, in relation to the second? The uh, Personality wise, one... let's oh, talk gosh. about the psychology of who you are, what you want in a man, and, then... and how you respond best in a type of relationship thing. Let's. Well, my first boyfriend was shy and didn't talk as much and kind of like went along with things whereas my second boyfriend and i we just banter all the time because we're so opposite so the first one but the first one was the baseball stuff so yes. he was gifted in his sport yes he was like his sport was his so life. he was the quiet moody type he was that quiet moody right star that you can project all sorts of things onto yep as a as a 15 year old yeah pretty much like he, he could be whatever you wanted him to yeah be. he could be whatever <laughs> I, he was like that blank canvas, canvas. you could paint so now looking back, I'm kind of glad everything has happened for a reason because mm. he was, you could take advantage of him. You could be, you could, he was manipulative also. And then, oh, he was manipulative. Yeah, he was manipulative. Oh. He was quiet. He, that quiet, dark, manipulative guy. So, oh, I see. I see. Um, yeah. He's the dark like, horse. Yeah, he's the dark horse. So glad that's over and done with. So we broke up and all that and then I started talking to my boyfriend now and he is so opposite than I am that's when opposites attract because okay. I blew him off so many times for like six months he pursued you yeah he did and I was like no I just you said no to him yeah I was like I just want to like party and mm -hmm. be you the rejected normal. him yeah multiple, multiple, multiple times. times oh my gosh this guy was stubborn so that's a great quality. Oh, yeah. he just Did he just grind you down? <laughs> he finally did. I was like, fine, I will go on a date with you. Like six months later, I was like, fine. Because then we became that best friend. Were you friends in the, in the interim where you were saying, I just want to be friends? I was. And he was like, no, uh, right, that's not right. happening. And I was like, well, okay. I don't know what to tell you because I just want to be friends. And so we, be we became best friends. Okay. He didn't get put off by that. No. Because usually I, that's really, that's yeah. quite hard to deal with. And he just kept pursuing and pursuing. And then I, we turned into best friends and he was the one I would call late at night. And we would, Clever. Hang, we would hang was that, out all that time. Was that a strategy on his part? Oh, or, yeah. Because or it was he, just, just staying the course? I think because he had another girl Girlfriend. as a friend that he knew that 
one of us was gonna like like. He was him. hedging his bets. Uh, yeah, I think so. Wow. What star sign are you and he? I am an Aries. Okay. So, fire sign. Yeah, I'm fire and. You are. I'm ready. Yeah, bold. And You're he, a fighter. Yeah, I am a fighter, and he is a Libra. Right. So. Okay. Does that go well together? That yeah, and that they fire? actually the water. Is he's air. He's air. Well, he fuels me, which is not good because once we fight, it Oxygen is like oxygen fuels fire. Yeah, he we go at it like when we get into arguments. Yeah, he doesn't put me out. He like just ignites that fire inside of me. Wicked. Yep, <laughs> which is he's completely opposite. He goes to St. John's University here. We actually live together up in Columbus Circle. What does he, he do? He studies finance. So oh, he's nothing. He's going to make money. Yes, he's going to make money. So he's nothing in the fashion industry. He doesn't understand the fashion industry. Mm. He kind of has some style, not really at all. But, but he does without without knowing. He yeah. still has some style. Yeah, he That's he, good for yeah, you. Yeah, he thinks he You like that. You yeah, appreciate that in Yeah, him. it's nice to come home and kind of get away. Just it, like he comes home and gets away from finance and right. numbers and Right. Whatever they do. <laughs> Make money. <laughs> Make money. So. I wish we could do that. So with the, uh, I want right? to do that. Right? But we've got it better. <laughs> we do. We, we just do. go play for, for, the, <laughs> for a little a day, bit while yeah. he's like 32 hours. <laughs> they work like, hard oh. as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, because my brother's in finance. Would you marry him? What's his name? His name's Jake. You don't. You, we're not going there. Marriage is a tough topic just because. Of your youth. Yeah, just because of family. Now tell me about that. Is there a sense that your generation is restless and Tinder swiping to the right constantly and therefore so. not able to commit because there are so many other best options at any given finger swipe? Yeah, I think people are like... And that's on both sides? That's on both sides. That's girls and boys. Oh, of course. It's... Women yeah. say it's just men, but no. It's it isn't. Not. It's not. It's not at all. But especially in my generation, people think... If they keep going, they're going to find the best. And yet... It's elusive. Sometimes you just need to stop and like see what's in front of you. Before so that's a problem. You'd that say is, that as a generational yeah, problem. Yeah, oh, easily, of course. Getting to be intimate because it takes time. It does take time, and people don't want time. People yeah. don't have time. Yeah. I mean, look, you can... Immediate gratification. Yeah, that's all they want, and it's like, you yeah. can't do that And you get addicted to that, just you do. that. You do. And the quick hit. And yes. Thrill. And you can't do that like with a relationship. You have to let it build and grow and kind of see. That's why I'm so excited. That's why I'm so happy that we were best friends before because we got to know each other and yes. there was no pressure. Right. And then once we did start dating, then it was kind of like, oh, cool. Like there's mm. no pressure. You can do whatever you want. You can act however you want. Is that easy come easy go though? It is. It is. Because then you don't know how to you're, you're... be... And it it sort of it caught up with you. It did, yeah. It wasn't a all or nothing. I, no, I, there wasn't that essential passion that that certain relationships have. Yeah, some people do have that, and they're lucky. But it, it kind of had to grow with us. If like, you like that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean, I like I, to let I can, it grow. I can imagine <laughs> as an Aries, you do. You're very quick to yes. express yourself. Oh yes, and I... get what you want and want it now. And he luckily brings that down with me. Like, yeah. we even each other out. Like, he is realistic and... You're I'm, impulsive. I'm, yes, I'm very impulsive and so optimistic and he's not at all. So ah, it's great. Okay, well, that's a, that's a problem. I yeah, I bring optimism <laughs> to him where he brings, like, rea real realism. Yeah, to me. So it's kind of good. He's like... But, the, but obviously the, the opposites from what I know 
about this astrology and I'm trying to learn as much as I can. Mm -hmm. I, I was dead against it all my whole life. Mm -hmm. It was all empirical and science and all the rest yeah. of it and I've completely gone the other way now. Because it's all fascinating, why not? It is. So, the Libran, it, first of all, Libra is all about the balance of the, of the person mm -hmm. with the, another. The, so, uh, love and relationships is really the Libran challenge in a way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, they're procrastinators because they're always balancing and try and they can't decide on stuff. Oh, Whereas he is you're the opposite, so and you will act first, yes. and he can't act, and you're all about action because mm -hmm. that's all you do. Yep, he's so <laughs> indecisive. Oh my Does gosh, it drive you? It drives, it drives me insane. I'm like, just yeah. make a decision. Like, yeah. make a decision. He's like, well, what if this? I'm like. Just make a decision. Yeah. I'm like, what do you want for dinner? He's like, I don't know. What do you want? I'm like, oh my God, okay. Well, this is what we're having and you're going to eat it and you're going to like it. I love that. Thing. I love that. Yep. I'm a Leo. With a Leo, you give, give a two choices. <laughs> you're like, uh, you get this and this. Yeah. But no, it's Choose. Great, right? <laughs> you get the, the semblance that you actually have a choice. Yeah, but he's really supportive. He's, he's, he's okay, a really he's a good great guy. guy. He he's really is. Guy. Um, my family really likes him and that's important. Yeah. My mom really, really my brother loves him. My okay. older brother, I have a 20 year old brother and he does finance and my boyfriend oh, right. actually went and spent summer with my brother in San Diego to like learn from my brother. You grew up with a brother. So you know guys. I do. Yeah. They're nasty. <laughs> <laughs> my brother, he is a character. I really, I, I mean, I love my family. Yeah. I, even if we're not blood, they've always been my siblings. Oh yeah. Right. So that's right. Yeah. Cause I, my, he's your, he's your he's, stepbrother. He's my stepbrother. Yeah. But my parents have been married since I was six. Yeah. And well, my dad and my stepmom got married when I was four and my, stepdad and my mom got married when I was six so yeah. they're all I've ever known Absolutely. I, it doesn't matter yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't for sure that's great and uh, what do they think of you? so your mom's really super happy my mom is so supportive <laughs> I mean she came to Paris twice oh wow okay seasons. she saw you walk Balenciaga yes, she and was there. Um, Hermes yes she was there at which Pol. show did you prefer you can't say I like them both of course you do oh that's my the, gosh that's the that sense, is though. because but they're so different they're completely different and That's so it's great. great to get the difference. But did you feel cooler in Balenciaga? And, ri course. and richer in Hermes? Yes, of course. <laughs> actually, I'm not even sure about that because Balenciaga is freaking expensive, but not as expensive, I hear, as, as Vetmar. Actually, Vetmar, Demna's proper line, yeah. is more expensive than Balenciaga. Right. Even I think so. That's wild. That That's is, because Balenciaga, I'm like, That's oh, perverse God. and crazy, but yeah, it works. Somehow. Yeah, it does. It's working at the moment. It is. And it, it's, I mean, it's amazing. Like you said, I do feel like that cool, like, deep, dark girl in Balenciaga mm. where I'm kind of more like that. Every girl kind of wants to be me in the Hermes show. Like, yeah, right. every girl wants to be you. And then Balenciaga, you're like, don't mess with me. Yes. Dark, deep, awesome. Yeah, I'm going to cool. rock it. Rock yeah. star girl. Right. Yeah, and I love it. I love going between characters. <laughs> That's it's great. Really great. So I want to talk about something topical because today... Um, it has been revealed that Terry Richardson has been banned from contributing to Condé Nast um, publications, Vogue, Glamour, GQ. Um, his old supporters have come out to distance themselves mm -hmm. in light of the post-Harvey Weinstein era oh, and geez. scandals that we live in. Yes. So I'd like to be sort of topical in discussing the untoward sexual things that may or may not go on in the fashion business obviously it's a people business it's a girl business mm -hmm. you're young and vulnerable to all sorts of abuse of power all the way through a career mm -hmm. 
and how much of that is intensified and magnified by the job itself and how do you cope with it? Is it something you're even aware of? Is it something you've had anything to do with either peripherally or directly? Let's talk about that. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. So have you ever had a situation where you thought that something impro in, uh, in what's the word inappropriate yes or has happened directly to me um or have you ever felt that you were in a position where you felt awkward or somehow it was untoward i mean there's definitely moments where you do feel awkward but not i've never had anything directly happen to me and i'm yeah. so thankful it hasn't would it have been a problem it would if I would have gotten up and walked away. I know, okay. I, I know I'm just saying that, and yeah. I know if I was in that moment, I probably would be in so much shock that I wouldn't walk away, yes. and you don't want to upset anyone in this industry because you are a model, and you don't want to upset the photographer, the creative director, yes. any and of those people. And that's how these guys have gotten away with it yes. for so long, obviously. Because you don't want to upset it's them. It's a self-censorship. It is. Yes. You don't. You don't want to be like, hey, well, if I do that, if I walk out right now, I'm never working again. Yeah. And so I say it that I will walk out, but if I was in that moment, I'd probably just stand there and be like... You would take it? I think I would be in so much shock that I would have to process in my mind mm -hmm. to be like, okay, is this... This is inappropriate. But my mom has raised me that, like, if you are treated that way, then no job is worth it. Right. No job right. is worth right. that humiliation. Right. right, I see. So I think I would just get up and walk away and be like, Sorry, I don't care if I ever and don't ever losses. work. Yeah. yeah, I don't care if I ever work in this industry again. I'm not going to be abused. That's fantastic. And on that, just hold that thought. I'm going to close the door. It's creaking in the background. Okay, so that's pretty simple. It, yeah. it hasn't really happened to you. It hasn't. It um, has not, and I'm so thankful it hasn't. And the cachet of being a model, does that make you more desirable in the world? I think so. I think people are like, oh, you're a model. I guess. Do you feel that you have an advantage? With men? Yes. Yes, because I, I see that men do desire models. And As a status symbol. Yeah. If and nothing else. Yeah, pretty much. Like, you get asked by promoters to come to clubs and, okay. and restaurants. Kind of like an escort. There you go. So, yeah. again, open to all sorts of possible abuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been asked, been asked by promoters and all that to come to clubs and to be around, to be seen. To lure men to yeah. divest them of their money. Yep. Pretty much. I, For me, that's not who I am I mean some girls I give them credit they can go out and do it but to me that's not who I am yeah. that's not what I do I mean I come from a city that's where that the whole city oh, is yes, right of around course, it that's right of so course. Vegas is that's all it is it's mm. a city of whatever the flesh pots of Vegas oh of course good old Vegas so you weren't you were were you actually exposed to that or aware of those things oh maybe? yeah at a very young age my brother who is six years old knows <clears throat> Knows what a stripper is. Knows what an escort right. is. And he's six. So, I mean, he'll look at a billboard and culture. see women's yeah. upper area yes. right on there. I'm like, you close your eyes, please. <laughs> so, it's, it's in your face when you're growing up there. So, to me, I've been around that my entire life. So, that's just not the life for me. Mm. Perfect. Yep. Um, 
Would you have worked with Terry back in the day? Probably. Yeah. yeah honestly. I mean... Was he some a figure that you grew up knowing who he was? Kind of. Here and there. I mean, sort of. Yeah. His Maybe his heyday was just a bit before you. Yeah. I think just a little bit before just me. Before, yeah. But I mean... I think I would have worked with him. Yeah, and if anything, you would have been shooting for Harper's Bazaar or something, you'd have done it yeah, and been happy to go to of, work. Of course, I've been, of course. But if something would have happened, then, like I said, I don't know. It would have been a game. It would have, it would have been end game for me in this industry. Okay. Because I just don't think people need to take that abuse. Right. Exactly. Um, what else should we discuss? <laughs> I don't know. Are you, oh have, you, my gosh. have you moved to New York? I am. I do live here. I live up in Columbus Circle. Oh, yes, that's right. You yes. said. Um, so he's studying. He's studying. You're working. I'm working. Can you live here? Yeah. I mean, you are living here. I but am living here. Could you do it? Without my parents? Oh, they're here. No. I, I, <laughs> they just help me out a oh, lot. Oh, I see. So my okay. Mom, they're helping support you. They are. So, so my good. Mom is and that's where the, the college fund is coming in particularly. Pretty much. She, yes. But she is giving me pretty much a timeline. She's like, by this time, I, you need to be able to support yourself. So what's the plan now? Um, the plan now, well... Now that you're Stella Tennant Reed done. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, growing into mini, myself. Mini Stella. Yeah, mini Stella. Are you working the social media stuff? I am. I like am. Cara? Because no. Cara, not like Cara, but Cara wasn't a girly girl either, did no. Avenia. No, she wasn't. And she was a sort of English type, a bit like Stella, and so insofar as she was quite boyish, really. Mm -hmm. And she was goofy boyish. I, yeah, Taking my goofy, you can, if you go on my voice. Instagram, it's just my first and last name, but you can see, you can see the transformation with me from that girly girl to that, like, now I'm goofy and fun, boyish kind of, and mm. I post boyish stuff, like, I'm not gonna post girly clothes, mm. and I don't post, like, out there photos where, like, I'm in a swimsuit. You wouldn't, even if you'd taken them, they wouldn't be the first to be pushed. No. confuse the message. Yeah, I do cover up in a lot of my photos because that's not who i want to be okay anyway yeah acting acting um i'm awful at acting <laughs> you tried yeah no i you that, tried. i have a little did you bit take, uh, i didn't take lessons? acting classes no but at school no i was never in theater i was Never in that. I just you weren't driven that way. No, to perform I'm, and be the center of attention. I like to tell a story through a photo, so I want that's someone. That's right. That's that's been your childhood. Yeah, dream. I want someone to see the story through the photos instead of through video. That's just who I am. So, video is becoming a, an increasing part. Of it the is. Business. It is. How do you feel about that? Have you had to do fashion films? I have. I have stroke on, commercials, yep, stroke those right, kinds of, of course. I mean, and on you the, prefer a still. I do. Oh, it's awful. To I say. actually I think I disagree with Nick Knight. You know, Nick Knight of Show Studio fame, whose big uh, flag over the past ten years has been film is the the medium for fashion because it's a three dimensional object that's mm -hmm. moving in space and you get to see the whole thing. And I disagree. I think that there's so much that the imagination fills in in the still yes, picture, I, I, in the moment of poetry that creates a bit of a dreamscape. You do, and you get to interpret it in your own way. 
Exactly. And that's what I love. It's that's not what I love so about this spelled industry. Out no, it is narrated. Isn't. No, and that's what I love about this industry. I tell people all this all the time. I'm like, you are bringing someone's vision to life as a model. Yeah. Walking down that runway because people think this business is competitive, and it is. But I don't think models should be competitive with each other because we should be upbringing each other, bringing each other up, and just being supportive of one another because. If the designer wants you, they're gonna want you for your look. We don't we don't look alike. Like there's only one of you. You know? Yeah, there's only one of you. I like you. This I've thanks, noticed that. Thanks. This is my like rocker with the wizard on the on the back kind of shirt. Okay, let me talk to you about that right now. Let's do that. <laughs> um, Anna, what are you wearing? I am wearing Urban Outfitter shirt, American Apparel jeans, and Adidas shoes. Can we see the dude, the dude on the back? Oh, the dude on the back. <laughs> oh, my wizard guy? He is a wizard? Yeah, he's like a wizard guy. He's a biker wizard. Yeah, a biker That's wizard. That's so cool. His so it's like, I, don't, I forgot what I named him. How much? How much was his shirt? Yeah. Like $20. Pants by the same. Yeah. Urban Outfitters all over. You're outfitted completely in urban. Well, these are American Apparel jeans. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah, so they've like kind of like gone out of business, but I've had these forever. They just are good, simple black pair of jeans. Yeah. And then I like to, my way of expressing myself is through my shirts. Like if you go through my closet, I'll have like funny shirts. Like I have a friend's shirt and I'll wear those to castings or I'll wear my weird wizard dude. Yeah. Or I have like a shirt with Snoopy on it. Cool. Mickey Mouse, like a Donald Duck jacket. That works. That's me. It sets you apart. Yeah, it does. That's and that's who I am. That's I like to. You are Donald Duck. I am Donald Duck. Like I like to be funny in that kind of way. Like I don't want to be kind of like the same as everyone else. So you were goofy now, but you weren't when you had hair. No, no, it's so <laughs> weird. It's so weird. I had to find myself. So the real you is the goofy you. Yeah, this is me. This is who I. The am. Snoopy. You're Snoopy. You're not the Barbie. Yeah, I was trying. You're not so Barbie. Hard you're Snoopy. You want to try so hard. You want to be popular. You want to be accepted by everyone in high school. And there's so much pressure on you to fit into the norm. Whereas, out of high school, I can be whoever I want. Like, and people are gonna if they want to be friends with you, then they're gonna be, want to be friends with you. That's what you have to learn. Like, and it's yeah. it. And this industry has created that. Like, they have brought the real me out, like, out of myself. Like, I had to find her again. And so this is who I am. That's so cool. What, what about your shoes? My shoes are Adidas. Blue. I like... They're anything. running shoes. They are. Oh, gosh. Because I have back issues. Oh, shit. Do yeah. you still... Why? Because you're tall? Because I have scoliosis, so my back curves. So I have to wear comfortable shoes if I'm walking a lot. So through a whole childhood career of soccer and, and volleyball, you had scoliosis? Yes. And does it result in pain? I oh, feel... all the time. I've... I'm in I'm in a lot of pain a lot of the time. Is like, that right? Sometimes it'll be so bad that I can't even move without it spasming out. What creates the most pain? Um, probably the... walking a lot and not working out. Not working out. Not working out because the doctor said if you're gonna have a if you're gonna help fix your pain in your back, you're gonna want a strong core. Yes. Help. But your you back. had an amazingly strong core. In soccer, I did. Yes. But I mean, I was growing, and okay. I was, I was grow like I grew too fast for my body to handle. So there was just a lot of pain, a lot of pressure in my lower back from the curvature. So I always thought my mom always thought I had like something like a disc issue. Mm -hmm. So, but I've been to like a thousand specialists, and they're right. like, "You're fine. You just have the six oh, to okay. thirteen degree curvature in your back." 
you're fine. You have a life of pain ahead of you. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's what they said to me. They're like, you're not, you don't have a big enough curvature to do surgery. Oh, I see. Okay. So I just have to work out a lot, have a really strong core, stretch, and get massages. I know that's like really... That's nice. I know. That's a plus. It's like, everyone's like, oh, you're going to get a massage. I'm like, well, Again. this massage is, I have a masseuse. You have to. Oh, yeah, because it helps. Because they get so tight around the, like, yeah. mus the muscles get so tight that it actually helps relieve it. But I have a masseuse in Vegas, and he does pressure point massages. Those are not fun. Okay. It's not relaxing. Oh, right, right. Okay. It's, you have a knot, he goes right into the middle of yeah. it and holds it. So not to be envied. No. Don't don't envy me in these massages. And then I get okay. cupping done. That sounds nice. I look like a giraffe when it happens, <laughs> but I can't get them done because of modeling. But What's it, the cupping? It's it, it puts cups on you. Yeah. It's and like it leaves hickeys on your back. And it leaves hickeys. Yeah. But it to me it works. It I don't I don't know why, but Does it feel good or painful? It feels good. Okay, good. That's why it works. Yeah, because after you get your back ripped apart and stripped, he literally strips all the muscles in your back. He'll do the cupping to help bring all the toxins out of your blood. Wicked. Yeah, and then you look like a giraffe. That's so good. So let's talk about what advice you might have to any young girls like yourself who will or will not see this video ever. I, and, and any advice that you could give to people who I might honestly be... think... Harboring, harboring. Right? I think you should always just believe in yourself. If you set your mind to something, that my mom says this to me daily, if you have your mind set on something, you can conquer anything. She is lives by that daily, and that is forever etched in my mind. To How do you get your belief? From her. My mom she is gave it such... She is my best friend and my inspiration. She is my number one fan. We talk... I was actually talked to her on the way here mm -hmm. um but she because yesterday i was at the gym i go to dog pound and i see the victoria's secret models working out next to me and Dude. she's yeah she's like one day you have said she's like don't stop believing in yourself never stop believing in yourself she's like if you have your mind set to something anything can happen don't ever quit what is it about the dog pound that gets those girls there is it a famous place um they have personal trainers so I um i go there a lot and it's really good I do personal training but it's good like core strength and all that so it actually has helped my back in ways mm. that are undescribable so I go there for more of like t so I can get the like direct spot for personal training because if you go to a class I don't get that one-on-one -on -one attention to help me right but I think for people who want to be in this industry I think you need to not ever quit I mean, it's going to be a slow process, and yes, times are going to be very difficult where you just are like, I'm going to give up, but don't. Don't quit on yourself. And what makes you, Anna, happy? Me is... When, you, when are you at your happiest? When what, am what, I at my what happiest? What, give, what makes you happy in life? In life, I guess... That's a hard question. I guess being surrounded by family and friends and having everyone else be happy like I just I want I'm a people pleaser so when everyone else is happy I kind of am happy myself so Perfect. if life is great then I live so day by day especially with what's going on with this world and what happened in Vegas it kind of opened my eyes to live day by day and don't just 
always be happy and don't go to bed like mad or because you don't know what's going to happen. I love it. Thank you so much thank for those, you. those words of wisdom. <laughs> yes. Anna, thank you so much thank for, you. for talking to me today. <laughs> that was great. We'll see you again soon. Could you ask people to subscribe and like to the channel? Oh, of course. Of course. Right now? <laughs> yeah, right now. Oh, right now. Subscribe, everyone, please. He's an amazing person. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well done. Such a pro. <laughs> Give you the fiver later. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Take care.